Hello, and thanks for tuning in to the Landmark Theatre's Q&A podcast. Today, we'll hear moderator Pete Ammon discuss the film Brittany Runs a Marathon with producers Toby McGuire and Matthew Plouffe, and actors Michaela Watkins, Lil Rel Howery, and Mika Stock. This conversation was recorded at the Landmark in Los Angeles on the film's opening night. All right, thanks for, thanks for coming out. Um, and uh, you can see the movie's uh, a hit already, guys, uh, especially uh, I think uh, Matthew and Toby will be happy to see this <laughs> here. Um, so let me start with you down at the end there, you two guys. Uh, Toby, you actually sort of started this because Paul Downs Colizo uh, is a playwright in New York, and you went to see one of his plays or something? Is that how you got introduced to him? <clears throat> uh, yeah, I, I saw a play, I guess that was uh, six, seven years ago, uh, that he wrote called Really, Really Off-Broadway. And uh, I just really liked the play and liked the writing, and Matt and I ended up meeting with him a few months later. We did. <laughs> <laughs> and he, uh, we talked to him about what he wanted to do uh, next, and he said, I want to make a movie about my friend Brittany, and uh, pitched us this story, which to this day I always remember that moment because he told us the story of his friend, and uh, I... I remember thinking, like, this is Rocky for my little sister, and she ends up running the marathon, and she doesn't, you know, she 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 doesn't win the marathon, but it's not about winning. This is amazing, and this is absolutely a movie that we have to make. And at the time, we had uh, just started a new. You also uh, said you said Rocky for my little sister, Rocky for me. And then Rocky for me, exactly. No, that that's true. Thank you for the yeah. Uh, Rocky for my little sister, then Rocky for me, and Rocky for everybody today. I happen to be a huge Rocky fan, if you can't tell. <laughs> we had just started uh, a development fund, and actually it was the first movie that we put into development with that fund with Paul. How long did it take? I mean, because it, it is sort of a risk when you have a first-time director and screenwriter. He had not written a movie before either. That's right. It was his first screenplay. Um, it was 2014 when we started the process, and it was uh, a couple few years uh, before we got a, a draft that we were looking at, and then he approached us and said he wanted to direct it. Um, and we talked about that at first, because he had never directed anything before. We uh, went, mm, not sure about that. Um, and he really understood the character and, and wanted to treat this character with such uh, respect and empathy in a way that just felt so true and honest. And really quickly, we, we jumped on board and decided to make the movie with him. Did you, did you have, I mean, I know it's loosely based on Brittany, uh, the real Brittany, his roommate, but did you have her involved at any time in, in the making of the film? Or uh, She always knew that we were making a movie sort of loosely based on her Paul. It's not, it's not exactly uh, his friend Brittany. She was always very supportive, um, and she ended up coming to set and um, meeting Jillian and was involved sort of along the way and just, you know, was always an incredible uh, supporter of the film, so... Um, she's been sort of with us along the, the whole ride. Yeah. And the casting, I mean, Jillian Bell, who's obviously Brittany, is just a, a star is born. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, to be honest, that was, I say it's, it's you, you can't predict that you'll find somebody like Jillian. It was somebody we knew of her. She was on the rise, more known for comedy. And she actually got her hand on the script very early. And it was, there were storylines in it that were really personal to her. And she said, I want to do this like Paul. 
she said, I want to do this and I want to play this character with a real level of respect and empathy and uh, that's something you just can't predict when you're developing something and when she jumped in and you guys saw what she did, she's utterly unbelievable. So I feel like we just lucked out. <laughs> she, yeah. She, uh, she was like, like the real Brittany on a diet or something when she started this picture. So did you have to actually build her up to play the earlier scenes? She actually came to us and said she wanted to lose the 40 pounds that Brittany lost. Uh, in the movie so that she could uh, have gone, undergone the journey that Brittany goes through. So because you know we're an independent film and we didn't have that many days to shoot, she had lost a portion of the weight and then we had to use prosthetics to sort of build her out. We actually had four separate Brittany looks in the movie, uh, which on that, for that uh, budget level and time is ex extremely challenging. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, she, I mean, again, Jillian just committed in a way that was just extraordinary. And then to gather this whole uh, cast of supporting uh, actors here that are just really phenomenal. Yeah. And uh, Michaela uh, actually has another movie out with Jillian that I had seen uh, before I saw this movie, actually. And uh, that's called A Sort of Trust, uh, Lynn Shelton's movie. So you two are now a new screen team, I guess. I would have no complaints. <laughs> May it be so. Uh, yeah, no, she um, called me, uh, and I was like, oh, a phone call. That's how, how 2012. Um, uh, and I answered it, because of course I thought someone died. And, um, and she, she started telling me about this movie, and I just thought, oh my gosh, I think she wants my advice, I feel so honored um, whether she should do this movie or not because she was so afraid. I mean, she was really, really scared. She just really wanted, you know, it was so deeply personal and it felt um, like that she had to really, you know, it, it was so out of anything she'd ever done before. And then she sort of buried the lead and said, would you, I would be so happy if you'd play Catherine. Um, and I, was thrilled and you know I was immediately signed on because I just knew by how afraid she was to take it on that it was going to be awesome that she was going to bring everything in her wheelhouse to it and um, and we, that that I knew I know what what what's there but I knew that audiences hadn't seen it yet and I knew that she hadn't even un unearthed it yet and it was going to be exciting and I wanted a front row seat to that so and it's a great character, Catherine, too, because she's supportive, obviously, of her, but she is her own thing here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, like every character in this film, it, nobody is who they are at first blush. You know, everybody is uh, has a story, and, you know, you think you got someone pegged, you, you know, starting with Brittany and just work your way down, and everybody else is, you know, has has so much under their shell, so, Yeah. And what was that like playing her? How did you develop that character to what we saw on the screen? Um, you know, she's kind of different than anything I'd ever done because usually I play pretty high-strung um, characters or something, you know, uh, tightly wound up or neurotic or, I don't know, take your pick. Um, <laughs> bossy, bitchy, whatever. And, um, and this I just knew I had to be on my heels because I knew that Catherine, having been through her own hell and in her own mental marathon and, you know, legal marathon, uh, custody marathon, um, addiction marathon, that she was going to um, have, that she knew that the best way 
to Brittany was on her heels, like being being back and allowing her to sort of like an animal, like you know, I'm gonna leave some kibble on the steps and maybe you'll have some, and then eventually you'll sniff my hand and then maybe we can <laughs> talk. <laughs> but I like it, you know, I think that she had boundaries too. I think when Brittany was acting like an asshole, she said, no, you don't get to do that. So I, I, liked, I like Catherine. It was cool. And, and Lil Rel, how are you here? You're in every other movie I've seen lately. <laughs> but, <laughs> and how many of you saw Get Out? You probably all saw Get Out, yes, I know. And on and on and on. He, he, you, I, it's nice that you're getting all this work, too, uh, I think. Yeah, it's, I, I like buying jewelry, so no, I'm joking. <laughs> oh, man. So, so uh, your character here, he's sort of a surrogate father figure to her. It's a brother-in-law. But I understand that it was not written uh, with you in mind here, and that they actually liked you so much they changed it and they took the script and they and they redid it for you. Well I met um Paul and Toby at a some restaurant in Hollywood. It it was cool too because it's you know where you got I don't know if y'all knew this but like this was after Get Out came out it was a few films I think it was this and Uncle Drew and Bird Box where I was just meeting just talking to you guys. So it was it was funny too that, that it was my first time experiencing these like straight meetings instead of just going into an audition room. So I probably was saying stuff to people who wrote and direct something that I probably, like, no, I like your script, but, you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> um, but I fell in love, when I read Britney Runs a Marathon, it was, um, <laughs> one of my favorite movies is Bowfinger. Oh, and yeah. I remember when Steve Martin finished reading the script, he just put it down, he's like, <sighs> that's what I felt after I read this. I just thought it was so much heart, and it was, it was some real, just beautiful about it. And I thought it was cool to like, to read somebody like, um, that's okay with showing how tough it is to take a first step. Right. You know, a lot of times when you're trying to make a change with yourself, it's that first step that's just so tough. And I just thought that was so dope and just to read the whole thing. And I was telling Paul, like I was just saying like, man, it'd be cool if the dad, and I wouldn't even talk about me, I was just talking about like if the dad said more or whatever, just whatever. I was, it was like a really sincere conversation and I think Paul respected how much I loved the script. That's the only reason I had an opinion on it. I forgot I was there trying to be in the movie. You know what I mean? Like, I was just like, because I enjoyed it so much. I was just talking as a fan of just reading what I read. And I get a call, like, wait, what do you mean? I'm about to be the what? The father figure. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, but, it, man, it turned out to be just such an amazing scene. And, you know, Paul is such an amazing director. I, I love when I see writer-directors that are really into their projects, I've been lucky to work with a couple of them. And like Paul would be, you'll see him like in tears after like certain, <laughs> I almost like to watch him direct because he was really into it. And Jillian did such an amazing job of like just, just owning that character and owning that world. So like doing those scenes, that, like that kitchen scene is such a cool, very beautiful, honest scene. And I like the fact that this movie has all these diverse people, which that's what New York is. You know, I think a lot of times, I don't know why we see New York and they just don't make New York as diverse as New York really is, where you have all these different people. Yeah. And I think this movie pulled off showing what New York looks like yeah. with all these different people and all these different relationships and all these different things going on. And just to see all these beautiful characters 
just look human. So you don't even think about the politics of how sometimes when you're dealing with interracial relationships or a, a gay couple that has kids, like, like all this stuff, you don't even see that because it's, it's such a great story of just talking, just showing humans. And I just thought Paul and just the cast and everybody did an amazing job of doing a film that just made everybody look human. And I think when people leave here, they're going to be inspired and uh, just happy. It's good to just leave a movie and be happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I like what you said, too. I had interviewed Paul. I showed this movie for my screening series, and I had Paul, and I said, New York was a character. Uh, it beautifully, uh, the locations, everything, and it's, I don't think it's that cheap to shoot in New York. Usually, they go to Toronto and make it look that way. But um, I, I thought getting all of that cooperation and the way he shot it was a love letter to New York. And when you say the diversity, that is it, the marathon. They're all running with one common goal, to finish. Finish. <laughs> That's exactly right. And you were definitely one of those, Mika's stock here. You had to run. <laughs> uh, yeah, I had to run. I wasn't wasn't great at it. And <laughs> the thing that's interesting is in the movie, you see us running like, oh, they're finishing a 5K. Like, oh, they're finishing three miles. But actually, it was just it was just me finishing like 20 feet. <laughs> and I was exhausted. And I realized at first I was like, oh, Micah, you should have trained for this movie like Jillian did. But then I realized like, oh, actually, it's perfect for the movie because because I look really out of shape at 20 feet in the way that someone who had been training would look at doing a 5K <laughs> first time. So that's, that's method acting. Um, yeah, well, you're a, you're a New York actor. You're yeah. uh, uh, on the boards, as they say, Tony nominated, all of that good stuff. And um, uh, you know now you're in this movie and what about this made it special for you? Because your character is so wonderfully enthusiastic for her. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's fine. I knew Paul as a, as a playwright as well. I remember really, really happening. I remember auditioning for it and not getting it. Um, <laughs> but, but no, I was a fan of his and I knew him socially for many years. Uh, and I was embittered that whole time. <laughs> But then, no, then I, uh, no, but then I, I knew Paul and I liked him a lot. And then I, I met him and I read the script. And my favorite thing about the film was that, you know, not just with Britney's character, but with everybody, that he took these people who were previously relegated to archetypes in major films and suddenly they had full human lives. You know, he took, you know, the, the sidekick. He took the gay best friend, and he, was, and he wasn't like, oh, these people are just going to serve as functions. In this case, they're going to be full people with their own lives. And, like, you know, yes, Seth is invested in, you know, Britney's life and what she loves, but he also has, you know, his own fucking life <laughs> and things that he cares about. And that's, that's my favorite part of the film. Yeah. And, um, you know, she obviously did a lot of training for this, too. And you indicated you probably didn't. But uh, <laughs> I, I bet you did. I did a lot of visualization. <laughs> um, but no, Jillian, I mean, Jillian, if you, you can see it on the screen, but Jillian's devotion and kindness and heart was immediately apparent the minute you walked on set 
And if you didn't already love the movie, if you weren't already taking it seriously, you saw the energy that was permeating off of Jillian and off of Paul, and you were like, I, I, I better get on that plane um, and serve them because they're, they're really doing it. And I wanted to ask you, too, uh, uh, you and Jillian have a background in comedy. And so did you improv? Did you, uh, or did you just follow the script word for word or follow your instincts as a uh, I comedian? I did, but I usually think I always do. And then Paul's like, oh, yeah, when I call my son, and say he looked like a civil rights attorney. That was just me <laughs> looking at this kid with an afro. <laughs> me roasting a kid on set and making it in a movie. Uh, <laughs> uh, but no, no it, which I thought was cool, especially like, and this is this just the truth. Jillian does something, especially as a comic, it's so inspiring watching this. You know, a lot of times, you know, we do these movies, we do comedies, and people put you in the box, right? This is what you're the funny person, and this is what it is. And she, to me, proved that, you know if presented with the ideal, and if you just have the skill set and the focus, you can do it. She just did a brilliant performance. And I'm like, I'm crazy inspired by it. And, you know, I thought it was award winning, to be quite honest with you. I think what Jillian did was just brilliant. And I, I hopefully, as you know, as people go see this movie, and even, you know, I'm not, I'm not the craziest fan of award season, just because it's always seemed like it's political. But, you, that, I guess I've been going to a couple of them now. That was one of those performances, though, because yeah. she just takes you on this ride, and I and I like watching it with audiences. When you think the movie is one thing, and then you know, because everything's like, oh yeah, my life is good and everything's going right, and then the foot, you know, what I mean, it's like, oh, she's hurt, and now everything changes. And I I love watching it. Be like, wait a minute, this is. We thought we knew what this movie was, you know what I mean? <laughs> and her just taking that ride, you know, even watching her be mean, because she's not mean like that. And watching, you know, being a part of that scene, you kind of had to leave her alone and watching her get ready to do it, which is, it was just beautiful to watch as a, as a fellow actor. I, I, and I, I just, I just thank Paul and you guys for believing in, you know, a couple of comics being able to deliver, you know, some heart, hard things. It used to be funny. And I don't know. I just I this is this is one of those special movies you do that, you know, like I'm crazy thankful for. Like I, I don't know. I just feel like I've been lucky to pick really cool stuff. And this is one of them where it's like I, I've been excited telling people like, look man, I'm not lying to you. This is a good <laughs> it's a good movie. <laughs> is this the truth? <laughs> You got to go to every theater and just uh, stand out there and tell people. I will uh, do that. I will. I got to. <laughs> uh, before I go to the audience for questions, I wanted to mention one more thing. This movie made a bit of history in New York. It was the first movie allowed, narrative movie at least, allowed to shoot at the New York City Marathon. So what we see, uh, much of what we see there is the real marathon. And, and you, tell me from the producer's point of view, how you pulled that off in one day to get what you needed uh, there. Yeah, that, that, that is true, and I still have nightmares about it. Uh, we, um, it. It was one of those strange things where, you know, you're developing the movie going like, 
and then she's gonna run the marathon, and we'll just figure it out. Uh, and as a producer, you always have a backup plan, but we, we reached out to the New York uh, Roadrunners who put on the marathon every year, and it happened that two of the folks who run that organization used to work on film crews, and they read the script, and like a lot of, I mean, this is the story of this movie. People heard the story and went, we believe in what this movie's about, so we're gonna try and make it happen. And that resulted in one meeting after another, and uh, we ultimately just built a plan. They were extraordinary and built like this whole system for us to get Jillian in and around the marathon on marathon day with three separate camera crews. And it was the wildest day of shooting I've ever been involved with and something that was just utterly magical. Can so. I just tell that um, when she falters at the end, be, people who were in their 26th mile were helping her, like stopping and being like, can you need help? And she was like, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> You're in the shot. <laughs> I'm good. Wait, go, go, go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it just breaks my heart because when people come together and they're already exhausted and helping her, I mean, it just kills me. So great. Uh, do you guys um, have any uh, questions out there? Yes, right here. Go ahead. The script was so clever. Um, I'm sure it's going to be up for a lot of comedy and writing awards this year. And was it really written by one person? Or was it one of the forces participating? Uh, okay, she's asking about the script, which she's already touting for awards and things, and can't believe it was written by one person. Uh, and did it have other voices, or was this him all the way through? It, it was him all the way through. It was Paul Downs Calazo all the way through, who who was, um, and again, it was based on his friend, and he was, you know, passionate and devoted to telling this story this way. Uh, so don't no, just just his voice. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> we tried to get in other lines, but he wouldn't allow. <laughs> but good thing, good thing we didn't. <laughs> All right, right here, yes. Uh, this is for Toby. Uh, with Gatsby, uh, the great Gatsby, one of my all-time I'm, I'm waiting to see how this relates to Britney Runs a Marathon. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious and excited. Yeah, Jay Gatsby Runs a Marathon will be the... Uh... <laughs> Yeah, he's asking uh, your, your job as a producer. You've made about 10 movies and different projects now. Well, speaking of this experience, um, like Lil Rel was saying, I am so grateful for this whole experience. And the, st the whole thing is just belief, belief of so many. Paul came and shared a story, right? I saw a play. I saw this guy, I went, this is a talented guy. I really like this play, it spoke to me. We sat with a human being who told us this story of his best friend that I could relate to that is about being human and feeling the hardships and looking at external circumstances and thinking my problems come from out there and through the love of other people and self-seeking, she discovers it's an attitude to life. And 
that was her problem. And she grows through that. And it was just like something that spoke to me and Matt from the beginning. And to watch the belief from the roadrunners to the actors to Paul's dedication and countless drafts and, um, you know, the, the, everybody who came together to make this movie, or Lil Rel, who we wanted to be in the movie, and he's, out of his love and generosity, sharing about, uh, like, he brought him his full self to that meeting to tell us how we can make the movie better, but just sharing his, his, meaning, like, I don't know that that was the intention, but just sharing his love and passion for this story, which then resulted in us going, Let's ask Little Rel. That part was written to be Brittany's father. And then from that meeting, it was like, no, that love and belief is what this movie is about. And so we call him and go, will you please do this? And Paul's going to rewrite the movie for you to do it. And everybody came to it with that. Like, you, you hear the stories of all the actors. And so the idea into plan, like the blueprint being the script, and, you know, Matt's belief as, as us being partners to watch this, unfold from plan and then it takes different life when each person comes in and brings their whole self to it it's a living organism that you're just there to like not drop it's doing its own thing it's building itself with all the human love and belief and and we're just here going like how do we support and facilitate so this can go be itself and live in the world very good all right and right here in the front? Yeah, sure. Okay, you're saying you're all invested in a humanitarian uh, way in this, which is the opposite of what he knows Hollywood to be. So how did you pull that off? Is that it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's a, Big oil all, money. Thank you for saying, I mean, that's... <laughs> <laughs> Big oil <laughs> Big, oil Big oil money. Big oil I'm money. dumb. I'm no. sorry. I we don't need that. I'm thank sorry. you for thank you for saying that. And that's actually hugely meaningful. And Toby just spoke incredibly eloquently to belief and believing in something. This whole movie was made to be. We made a movie about authenticity, and we made a movie about support. Um, to be really authentic. Uh, in answering that question, this movie was made in the face of a lot of people saying you shouldn't make this movie. We stepped outside of the status quo making this movie independently the way we did. Uh, and I think about that every day. Um, and honestly, the, the, and, and it has paid off, it's already paid off, and I actually just wanna say thank you guys for being here tonight to watch this movie on the big screen. Um, it's incredible, it's utterly incredible. Because this is not the kind of movie that Hollywood makes over and over again. Um, and the fact that you guys showed up to see this movie and to see it this way is like, it, it inspires me and us all to make more movies like this. And these movies are really hard to make. And people along the way say, don't make that movie. Don't make it that way. Don't make it with that cast. You don't have this. You don't have that. You'll never get the marathon. What's the point? Blah, 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 all of that. And for us on this movie, um, there was just always one driver, which is that we believe this story needed to be told, that it could connect with people, and that in this kind of setting, this communal experience, we could laugh together and cry together and cheer together and see us and Brittany and Brittany and us, and that just drove everything. That drove all of these people who frankly worked for nothing to make this movie and for us to go to get up every day and go try and make it. So thank you for coming to see it. Yeah.
That, uh, that's great. I only have time for one more because I have to get them on the other side of town, and that's you, sir, right there, yes. Did real Britney see the final theatrical cut? Uh, did real Britney, and what, is, what does she think of the uh, final cut? She's seen it many times, and, and she, she loves it. She seems to love it. She's she was with in us it, at Sunrise. Um, there's a shot, I don't know if you know, you'll, if you see it again when you watch it three times this weekend, um, <laughs> there, there's um, a shot where uh, Jillian, as Britney, is running, and the camera racks focus to real Britney, and it's like, wee! It's wow. so exciting. Nice. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Um, well, Micah, Lil Rel, Michaela, Toby, Matthew, congratulations. Thank you for coming out here and sharing Thank this. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Landmark Theatre's Q&A podcast. If you want to hear more conversations with filmmakers about the latest independent, foreign, and documentary films opening at Landmark Theatres, be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app or visit our podcast website at landmarktheaters.podbean.com. You can also check out our YouTube channel for videos of Q&As and other exclusive content. See you next time.